Hi book lovers! Do you want to make this summer your best reading season yet? Then you need to get your hands on the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Summer Reading Guide. This year's guide is chocked full with 45 of the best new books carefully selected and organized into eight exciting categories. So whether you're in the mood for a flirty romance, a spine-tingling thriller, or something in between, we've got the perfect book waiting for you. Now, if 45 books sounds like way too much and you're looking for a more curated experience, the Minimalist Reads list features eight must-read books from across genres. But that's not all. The guide also includes fun recipes, engaging summer activities, plus thoughtful lifestyle and reading tips to enhance your summer reading experience. So head on over to thesummerreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Summer Reading Guide. That's the word the, T-H-E, summerreadingguide.com. I'll also include a link in the show notes so you can sign up there. So download your free copy today and don't miss out on the ultimate summer reading experience and discovering your next favorite book. Happy reading! Have you downloaded your free copy of the Biblio Lifestyle 2023 Spring Reading Guide? It's a free downloadable PDF guide that shares some of the best new books of the season along with a list of fun things to do, spring-themed recipes and tips to help improve your reading life. So visit springreadingguide.com to download your free copy of the 2023 Spring Reading Guide. That's springreadingguide.com for your free copy of the 2023 Spring Reading Guide. Now, on to the episode. I'm Victoria from Biblio Lifestyle, and you're listening to the Reader's Couch Podcast, the show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading, learning new things, and having fun. It's Throwback Thursday, and in today's episode, I'm sharing the audio from two authors who shared their books at the inaugural Epigraph Literary Festival in April 2022. These authors had entertaining books that are fun, filled with quirky characters, and several twists. So if you love reading cosy mysteries, stay tuned. Do you know about the Biblio Lifestyle Weekly Newsletter? Readers really like it, and I think you will too. It's filled with reading and lifestyle tips, curated book lists, recipes, roundups of what's new, and other fun things I think you'll enjoy. Subscribers receive an email every Friday, and it's free. So sign up at bibliolifestyle.com. Now on to the episode. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Reader's Couch podcast. It's Throwback Thursday, and in today's episode, I'm sharing the audio from two authors who shared their books at the inaugural Epigraph Literary Festival in April 2022. 
These two authors had entertaining books that are fun, filled with quirky characters and several twists. So if you love reading cozy mysteries, then this episode is just for you. But before we get started, I want to invite you to join us at our next virtual festival from Thursday, April 27th through to Saturday, April 29th. Our three-day bookish celebration will have an amazing author lineup, some great speakers and fun sessions. So visit epigraphlitfest.com to register. Again, that's epigraphlitfest.com to register and I hope to see you there. Okay, so now back to today's episode. In today's podcast episode, and in every Throwback Thursday episode, from today until our next event, which starts on April 27th, I will be sharing the audio from past author sessions here on the podcast. Today, we are sharing the audio from two cozy mystery authors who shared their books at the April 2022 festival. You will be hearing from Emmeline Duncan, the author of Double Shot Death, and Frank Anthony Polito, the author of Renovated to Death. So I hope you enjoy the audio from the authors sharing their books at the festival. And you can find a link with a list of all their books in the show notes. Now, on to the episode. First, I'd like to introduce you to Emmeline Duncan, the author of the novel Double Shot Death. Hi, I'm Emmeline Duncan, and I'm calling in from Portland, Oregon. I'm thrilled to have the chance to tell you about my upcoming novel, Double Shot Death. If you've read the first Ground Rules Mystery, Fresh Fruit Murder, you'll know the series is based around a coffee cart and roastery in Portland, Oregon. In Double Shot Death, Sage Kaplan has taken her Ground Rules cart on the road to Campathon, a local eco-music festival, which features three days of live music on a tree farm. And you know Sage will have the most popular cart at the festival, because for everyone camping on site, she'll be their only source for their morning fix of coffee or tea as Ground Rules is an equal opportunity hot drink distributor. Campathon is special to Sage for a couple of reasons. It's the first time she's taken her new second coffee cart to a festival, leaving her business partner to run their main cart at the rail yard. She has a new employee with her to help her handle the crowds, and she's at the festival with her boyfriend, a few friends, and her brother Jackson, who comes every year. As Sage sets up before the festival opens, we meet a few key characters. They include Maya, a musician who does freelance work for Sage's boyfriend's company, and Nate, the lead singer of a local band who is on the cusp of making it huge. Maya gets into an argument with Ian, the manager of Nate's band, because Maya wrote some of their hit songs, but she's yet to be paid. The next day, when Sage is getting ready to open her cart, Sage finds Ian's body, and he's holding one of her ground rules reusable coffee mugs, even though she never sold him one. And when the police show up and start asking questions, they seem to have the wrong idea about Maya and Sage's boyfriend's relationship. So instead of spending her time selling coffee and listening to music under the street, Sage has a mystery to solve. Of course, she's going to have fun along the way as she peels back the secrets of the suspects to discover the truth at the center of the crime. Let's hope Sage can figure out who's responsible before another innocent life fades out and the curtain falls on Campathon and maybe Sage's own life for good. Hi everyone, we are here today with Waylon, sidekick of cozy writer Emmeline Duncan, and we assume the inspiration for her stories. So tell us, Waylon, about the first murder you solved. What's that? Cats got your tongue? Oh, that's right. You're afraid of cats. So tell us, did you sniff out the clues? How did you manage to solve the mysteries? Hmm? Oh, you're, you're gonna keep silent? You're not gonna share? 
Okay. We are here with Arabella Duncan, sidekick of cozy writer Emmeline Duncan. And we have some questions because we assume she's actually the brains of the crime fighting operation that you can find in the Duncan household. Now tell us, Arabella, how do you go about solving mysteries? Hmm? How do you hunt down the killer and bring justice to the innocent. Does it involve the dog? Oh, you don't like the dog? He's kind of big and goofy and scared of you. You sure about that? Now, do you want to add anything? Do you want to take credit? Nope. Okay. One important element of the Ground Rule series is that I want to show the Portland and the Oregon that I know and love. This includes things the city embraces, like an eco-music festival that strives for zero waste, and of course, the city's love of coffee and food carts. The books also touch on everyday issues related to urban life, even if those issues aren't the main focus of the story. For example, the first book has a suspended coffee board, and suspended coffee is a real program that started in Italy, but you can find it in cafes worldwide. Basically, when a customer buys a cup of coffee, they can buy an extra cup and then the cafe can hand off that cup of coffee later to someone in need and I really appreciate this program because it helps out both you know small cafes who can't afford to give away a ton of free coffee and it helps brighten the day of someone who could use a little something special. You can pick up a copy of Double Shot Death at your favorite local bookstore any day after April 26th. Thank you for listening to me today and happy reading. Amazing! Next I'd like to introduce you to Frank Anthony Polito author of the novel Renovated to Death. Hi, I'm Frank Anthony Polito. I'm joining you today from Pleasant Ridge, Michigan, a historic suburb located just outside of Detroit. I'm super excited to be sharing my first new novel with you in almost nine years. It's called Renovated to Death, and it's book one in the new cozy mystery series called Domestic Partners in Crime, available from Kensington Books on May 31st. Now, in the book, we meet P.J. Penwell and his real-life domestic partner, J.P. Broadway. P.J. and J.P. are a millennial couple living in the Detroit suburb of Pleasant Woods, where they host their own home renovation TV show, the aptly titled Domestic Partners, as seen on home design television, aka HDTV. When the story starts, PJ and JP are getting ready to kick off season two of their TV show. They found the perfect location to renovate. It's a 1920s Tudor revival located right across the street from where they live on Fairway Lane. For the past 25 years, the house has been sitting empty after the original owners died in a snowmobiling accident up in northern Michigan. The current owners are their sons, a pair of twin brothers, Terry and Tom. Before the cameras can even start to roll, one of the twin brothers is found lying face down, dead at the bottom of a rickety old staircase. Now it's up to JP and PJ to use the skills they've acquired as the former star of a TV cop drama and a best-selling mystery novelist to figure out how the dead man died and who killed him. Like in all good cozy mysteries, the town of Pleasant Woods is filled with a cast of colorful characters, many of whom live right on the block with PJ and JP. PJ and JP live at number one in the Craftsman Colonial. Across the street at number two, we have a Queen Anne home that's been converted into a wine bar called Chianti, which is owned by Andrew and Brianna Kim. Now, the Kims, they have a beef with the Cash Brothers because the historic Tudor revival that's being renovated is located right next door to their wine bar. And since it's been sitting empty for so long, the Kims were hoping that maybe the Cash Brothers would sell them the house and then that way they could tear it down and build a parking lot in its place. Next door to PJ and J is their neighbor, Bob Kravitz, a.k.a. Fairway Bob. Bob is the kind of guy who knows knows everybody's business, knows what's going on in the town. If you ever need a question asked about a neighbor, you can go to Fairway Bob. 
A little further down the block lives Campbell Sellers. Cam is the top realtor in the Metro Detroit area. Now, when Cam gets word that the domestic partners are going to fix up this abandoned Tudor revival, he's there to try and convince the Cash brothers to make sure that they hire him as the realtor who gets to sell the house. I was inspired to write Renovated to Death uh, based on a story we heard when we first moved to Pleasant Ridge. At the end of our block, there's this house sitting empty. It's been vacant for like the last 25 or 30 years after the original owners died. Um, we were told that it now belongs to their daughter who lives on the other side of town. But for whatever reason, she doesn't want to let it go. It has too much sentimental value. It's the house that she grew up in. She just can't bear the thought of parting with it. Every so often, um, some lawn service people will come in the winter, the snow will be shoveled, but it just sits there day after day, year after year, with the window shades pulled down and the curtains closed. We can't even believe she doesn't want to sell it. I mean, in today's real estate market? Come on. Hey everybody, welcome to Pleasant Ridge, Michigan. I wanted to show you my 1924 Craftsman Colonial that my partner Craig and I purchased on HGTV's House Hunters. Come on inside and I'll show you around. Okay, so now we're gonna go inside here. This is our side porch. And we're gonna be greeted by some little guys here. This is Jack and this is Clyde. Now I was just telling you about Clyde. You'll meet him in book one, Renovated to Death. And little Jack, you will meet in book two, Rehearsed to Death, which comes out next year. Good boys. Um, this is our mudroom. The mudroom gets referenced a lot in the book. JP and PJ actually live in a 1924 Craftsman Colonial, uh, very much like this one. The one thing that drew us to this home, you can see there's uh, all of this natural dark stained woodwork. Um, it hasn't been painted over. What happens a lot of times in these old fashioned houses is the owners come in and they just paint everything. Nobody wants to take the time. And one thing that Craig and I have been doing over the past eight years is uh, refinishing this woodwork. This is the dining room. As you can see, the wood here is currently being um, refinished. I've been going around and stripping off the old finish around this wood and I'm going to restain and refinish. This is our Toby dining table and matching hutch, which I uh, also reference in the book. I found these from an antique dealer in Pennsylvania. This is a grandfather clock that I found on an online auction. This is a lamp that I found from an antique dealer in Iowa. This is Clyde, his favorite spot, looking out the window with Jack. This is our living room. And this is probably my most favorite room in the house because again, it has this natural woodwork that I've painstakingly refinished. You see that brown molding along the top? That is called picture rail. And you can see that you hang pictures from little hooks on the picture rail because you don't want to, you know, put holes in your plaster. Uh, when we moved in, the picture rail was actually painted over and I went with a heat gun and stripped off all of the paint and then refinished and restained to bring them back to their natural uh, color. This right here, this is the picture of Clyde that I first saw on the Adopt-A-Pet app, looking ever so sad with his little red puffy coat. This is my favorite feature. This is a Powabic tile fireplace. Now, Powabic is a local Detroit-made tile. It's very rare to have a Powabic tile fireplace in a home, and uh, we were just thrilled that we uh, had the chance to have this Powabic fireplace here in this beautiful house. Like I said, Renovated to Death is my first cozy mystery. Uh, I had a super fun time writing it. 
It was super challenging putting together all the pieces of the mystery. I watched a lot of hours of Murder, She Wrote, you can bet. I look forward to sharing it with all of you when it goes on sale on May 31st. I have been told that uh, the story is a bit unique as far as cozy mystery goes, having queer protagonists. Um, my hope is that readers of traditional cozy mysteries will get a glimpse into a world that they might not be that familiar with. Thank you to everyone at Epigraph Literary Festival for having me, and happy reading! Alrighty readers, I hope you enjoyed listening to the audio from the authors who shared their books at the April 2022 Epigraph Literary Festival. If you've read any of these books, please send me an email or send me a message on social media so we can talk about it. And if you're planning to add some of these books to your reading list, I want to hear about it too. I also hope to see you at our next festival, so please register to attend at epigraphlitfest.com. That's epigraphlitfest.com and join us from Thursday, April 27th through to Saturday, April 29th. I'll also include a link in the show notes so you can sign up there. As always, thanks for being here, thanks for listening, and I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend, and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading, and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. Thanks again for listening, and happy reading.